0: Thank you for joining us on our LWCC podcast. Right now, you're going to hear a message from our senior pastor and founder of Living Word, Pastor Ruben Reyna. Let's jump into our word. Jesus. Just close your eyes right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning that you brought us together to glorify your name. I just pray for a beautiful presence, oh God, beautiful glory. I pray that you convict us this morning, bring us into repentance. I pray that you make us better people. Open up our eyes in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the prince and the power of the air in the name of Jesus. We loosen the blood of the lamb, Lord, upon all the congregation, Father. Blessed be your name, and we give you praise. Thank you in Jesus' name. Come on now. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. All right. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. All right. Since you're so on fire, you may be seated. <laughs> If you notice, we cleaned up that other acre that we got in the back. Those weeds were about this big. And uh, you see the tractors back there? Thank God for Alan that helped us. Brought in all those tractors and they did it yesterday. And don't forget Easter Sunday after the service, we're gonna have a big barbecue. We're gonna have some fun. So come ready to eat and ready to play, and have some fun for Easter. Come on now. (laughs) I told them, let's do some barbecue. Let's do some good things there like we did last year, and let's have some fun. Invite your family, especially if they're not saved. Bring them. We're going to make an altar call somehow. We're going to make it happen. All right. Turn with me to the book of Revelations. I know that it's Palm Sunday, but it'll relate to us anyway. And we're going to look at chapter 2, verse 18. How many enjoyed the conference? Wasn't that good? It was awesome. Do you know that all three conferences, they all grew? A lot of people, a lot of people. Now by July, we're going to do another conference. And then by October, we're going to do another conference. And then we're just going to keep going and going until we break through whatever we have to break through. Because I feel that we're living in the last days. Verse 18. How many have your word there? It's behind me, I guess. And unto the angel of the church of Thyatira write. These things says the Son of God, and his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet like a fine brass. I know thy works, thy love, thy service, the faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. Nevertheless, I have a few things against thee, because thou hast suffered that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. I will give her space to repent. I have given her, sp- gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her unto great tribulations, except they repent of their deeds. And I will come and kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the reins of the heart, and I will give unto every man accordingly to his works. But unto you I say, and unto the rest of Thyatira, many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan, as they speak, I will put upon you none, of, none, none other burden, but that which you have already held, hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, and to him I will give power over the nations. And he shall rule with the right of iron, as vessels of pottery, shall be broken and to shivers, even as I receive of my Father. And I will give to him the morning star. And he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Let's talk about verse 1 right now. The angel. The angel was one of the... The pastors, and he's addressing himself to the pastor of the church in the in the the church was in Tieteria, which was Asia Minor. Asia Minor was right there where Turkey's at, and this church, they say that it was a large church, it was a powerful church, and they were prospering. Then it says that God appears as the God who has his eyes like unto flame of fire. Then you look at verse 14, it says, the eyes were as the flame of fire in chapter one. When John had the vision, he saw, and he saw all these different figures, but one of them was that he had eyes of a flame of fire, meaning to say that the Lord can see right through a person. His eyes are as a flame of fire. He is investigating all the church of Thyatira. And then he says, and his feet are like fine brass. When you hear fine brass means that that's the characteristic of a pure judgment. Eyes of fire and pure judgment. He is not out of sync. He knows exactly what to judge. And then verse 19, he addresses himself to the people of the church. He identifies the church. He tells them what he is going to appear like. And now he works with the church. He says, I know thy works and charity. So their works were amazing. There were people that were evangelizing. There were people that were hard workers in trying to get other people saved. So they were good. And the other thing is that they were full of charity. They were full of love. And they were always giving to people that were in need. And then it says, number two, service. Their service to God and to his people were beyond measure. And faithfulness, the Bible says, and their patience. They were faithful and they were patient with people. Now, if we're going to have a good church, we're going to have to have all these things. We're going to have to have a lot of love, a lot of service, a lot of faith, and a lot of patience with people. Because people that are new don't understand everything. It takes time, and it takes cultivation, and it takes people that can work and be good to those people. And thy works, this is what got me. It says, and thy works, and the least to be more than the first. So they were increasing the least that they had, and now they were increasing. So this church, if you would look at it, you would say, wow, this is a powerful church. But don't forget, God says, I am looking at that church with my flamey eyes, and I'm about to judge them because of the fine brass. It's a symbol of judging purely and bringing them into Repentance. So the church was good. Verse 20. That word, nevertheless, makes me nervous. I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest the woman Jezebel. Now, let me pause here. He says, I have a few things against thee, that thou sufferest that woman Jezebel. Now... Jezebel, that's not the Jezebel that he's talking, well, he's talking about her because it has the characteristics in Kings chapter 18, and he talks about her. But now he's talking about a prophetess that is going around and, and seducing the saints. And this woman, God identifies her, listen to this, flame of fire, remember? Judgment of brass, And now he's identified her and he gives her a name so everybody can know what they're dealing with. Her name is Jezebel. Now it's a woman, but the Jezebel spirit has no gender. It could use a man and it could use a woman, but he has no gender. So he gives her a name and Jezebel was married to Ahab. Ahab was the king and he was a puppet of Jezebel. Because Jezebel was a very dominating woman. Let me say it again. Jezebel was a very dominating woman. In other words, the king was weak. But she knew that the king has power. And because the king had power, he said, Jezebel would take that power and misuse it and turn the whole kingdom around against the people of God. So if you're a little dominating, I don't mean you have a Jezebel spirit. So don't get nervous. But maybe you're a man and you have the Jezebel spirit. Then you ought to get nervous. Now let me go and let me read the rest. Which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication And to eat things sacrificed unto idols. Now he gives in detail what this woman was doing. This woman was a prophetess. Now he's identifying them to a false prophet. But a lady that was committed to teaching. And seducing people into Satan worship. They were literally sacrificing Animals to a god. Baal. So to idols. So here the Bible is describing her. Because this prophetess has authority to teach. But she was not only teaching. She was also seducing the men to have sex with them. To commit fornication within the church. And to eat. Things sacrificed unto idols. Baal is a ugly spirit that they used to worship during that time. And they used to sacrifice babies to Baal. And today they're bringing in the doctrine of Baal once again. And literally they're saying the name Baal and you have to sacrifice kids. Not just a sacrifice, but they sacrifice babies. That's what they're doing today, and and it's starting to go, because the regard for human life is not there the way God sees it. We we don't need to sacrifice anything. We just need to serve God, and love God. So this lady was taking down people of authority. She had her own church within the church. Let me say it again. She had her own church. Within the church. And this lady, she wasn't no ugly lady. She was a good looking lady. Come on. The Bible says that before Jehu came to destroy her, she put on her makeup. (laughs) Eyelids. Thick makeup. Ruby. Lipstick. She was like adorned. So this lady was not ugly. She was beautiful. See, sometimes when you think of somebody like this, you think of a witch with long, with a big nose and a big hat and ugly looking witch. No, 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 no. Believe me, I've seen some beautiful ladies that they worship the enemy. And they got money. I remember walking in with Stella. She says, I want you to meet my friend. And we went to to meet her friend. And she says, I've known her for a long time. So... The Bible says that, I mean, uh, she told me, let's go. I said, okay, let's go. And we went, knocked on the door, and, and she opened it, and she was a beautiful lady, East L.A., right on state. And beautiful lady, beautiful house. The rug was white, pure white, beautiful white. The furniture was excellent. And she walked with his grace. And she told Stella, why don't you get me his signature, so we could bring them down. And then Stella didn't do nothing. And when we walked outside, she said, that lady wanted your name. She wanted your name or a piece of hair to bring you down. I I said, did you give it to her? (laughs) She said, no, 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 no. But these women, they are not ugly women. They are good looking women and they're wealthy. Today, there's a lot of things happening that we, you guys don't know, but you have people, movie stars, big names, big names going to eat human flesh. And they call it spiritual cooking. And the names of those restaurants, they're real strange names. But if you're into it, you will find them. So we, as the church, we're living in the last days, and we're going to see a lot of this now. But not only are we going to see it outside, it's going to try to penetrate the church from within. And you and I are going to have to be fully awake because they sacrificed to idols. I have friends and they told me that if, I don't even know if I should say this, but it was was, was heartbreaking to hear that if you're going to be in the cartel, you have to eat human flesh. In other words, you're turning your soul over to the devil himself because now you're eating God's creation. So people need Jesus. And this is inside of the church. This lady had power. Now listen to verse 21. Listen to the beautiful patience that God has. I have given her space to repent of her fornication and she repented not. Now this lady had felt the presence of God and God was dealing with her, given her space to repent and she refused it. Totally refused it. I don't want it. I want to do whatever I want to do. I like what I'm doing now. She had a soul she sold her soul to the enemy. Now listen to verse 20, 22. Behold, I will cast her into a bed. And them that commit adultery with her. Unto a great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. So now he's getting really into it and saying, no, no, no. He says, now I'm going to, since you don't want to listen to me, as I tried dealing with you and dealing with you and dealing with you, but you don't want it anything. So he says, I'm going to have to cast you into a bed, meaning to say, you're going to be sick. You're going to hit that bed and you're going to be sick and you're not going to be able to get up. And them that committed adultery with you, with her, unto great Tribulation, which means it could be cancer. It could be whatever sickness you might have in your mind, except you repent of your deeds. It says, I'm getting ready to do that to you. The warning is there. Now listen to verse 23. And I will kill her children with death. Whoever is related to her, her children, I'll kill them. And all the church shall know that I am he that searches the reins of the heart. And I will give unto every one of you accordingly to your works. Now, here's the picture. Not only am I taking everybody that's committed adultery with you. I'm going to cast them into great tribulation with you in sickness. But then I'm going to take your children and I'm going to kill them so that the church will know Who God is and how he does things when people do not want to do what's right. I don't know about you, but that scares me. Because God does not play around. And and, and look at verse 24. Because it gives you more of what this woman was doing. But unto you I say, and unto the rest of Thyatira, as many as I have not have not this doctrine, which have not known the depths of Satan. Now notice, this woman was going down the 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 rabbit hole of Satan, into the depths of Satan. She wasn't just. Over here in in La Botanica, she was going down to the real thing. And she was descending fast and she was gaining more power. And she thought that she could get away with anything because she had so much power. Listen, the enemy will give you power, but God will stop you. Because God is greater than the enemy. God is greater than the enemy. But he says that she went down and knowing the depths of Satan, the doctrine, the teachings of Satan. Because he has his own teachings. He has his own teachings. He trains his people well and he really gets them possessed. You think there's no vampires? There's vampires. People are drinking blood today, human blood. Human blood they're drinking, and they're getting possessed, and they're reprobate. Only God can cast out those devils through you. But this thing is more serious because it's happening in our time. All the Satan churches that we see in San Francisco and that are here in L.A., and now they're spreading everywhere, they're having conventions now. Those that want to worship Satan, and you'll see all these people that are decked out, educated, and they're going right to it. And they don't care. They're learning the depths of Satan through witches, through witches, through warlocks, to people that are engaged, solid into Satan worship. So God says, no, this lady, I'm telling you, it's the spirit of Jezebel the death, into the deepest part of Satan's doctrine. Then he says, as they speak, I will not put upon you none other burden. So God was protecting the people that were in the church and some of the people knew what was going on, but he is identifying this doctrine of Satan inside the church. Listen, you don't need no little things that you will wear around your neck, whatever they call them, the little bags. You don't need those. You don't, you don't need none of those. Because when you're saved, you're full of the power of God. When you're saved, you can rebuke the devil. You can come against every foul spirit. Why? Because you are born again. Because you got, you got this, this book. That is nothing but truth, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So, you have the power to cast out these spirits, but some people do not want to give them up. I gave her space to repent, but she said no. I gave her space, and I dealt with her, but she said no. And then he says, because she went to the depths of Satan's doctrine. So sometimes, as people, you might not be in a doctrine, but you could be rebellious. You could be stubborn. You could be a donkey. (laughs) Where you sit down and you say, nobody's going to move me. Well, i got news. God's going to move you. And he's going to deal with you donkeys. And he's going to make sure that you end up like a little dove after he's done. Because that's how much he loves you. He doesn't want to let you go. He loves you and he cares for you. He says, I I will not put upon you no other burden. This was a heavy burden on the church. Just knowing That Jezebel was there. You know, Jezebel, nobody could take her down. God had to pick up Jehu. Jehu was a regular politician. Jehu was just a regular person, a warrior. But God picked him up. He wasn't even saved. But something he put in his heart, he says, I want you to tear down Jezebel. And then the prophecy came. The prophecy said that Jezebel would be eaten by dogs. By dogs. The Bible the Bible says that Jehu rode his chariot. You can see him with his hair long and he's riding with those horses and, and the dust is being picked up and he's dirty, but in his heart he had one mission. I'm going to get you Jezebel. You're going to die. You're nobody. And the Bible says that she went he went right to where she was at and she heard that Jezebel was coming. I mean uh, Jehu was coming. And she told the eunuchs, Come on, dress me up. And they put all that fine makeup and perfume and beautiful dress. And when he came right to the porch, she came out with those big old eyelids, <laughs> giving a beautiful smile. And the eunuchs, well, they were servants, they, they, were, they were eunuchs, they were castrated in that time, that when they saw Jehu, he told the eunuchs, throw her over. Throw her over. And when they saw a real man, they obeyed, and they threw her over. And she died, and the dogs came and tore her up to pieces. So don't worry, God will take down every strong man that there is, and he will do what he needs to do to get rid of the filth. The filth. He will. <clears throat> Listen to me. We're living in the last days. The last days. And if you don't believe me, look around you. Everything is changing. There are people now starving because food is not going into their cities no more. You know that you're going shopping and you're not finding certain items now? Well, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. It's time to stock up a little bit. It's time to put away some food. Because it's going to be empty. Sooner or later, it's going to get empty. It's getting empty now. Some things, other things are still coming in. Even Mr. Biden said, get ready because we're going to be short on food. It's coming. So agarren todos los frijoles y vámonos. All the rice and beans and Jesus Christ, let's do it. We shall live and not die, says the Lord. Are you getting the picture? You're not fighting flesh and blood. The stuff that's hitting you, have you noticed that this COVID has ruined your brain? You forget sometimes a lot of things. How many of you have been forgetting? I went looking for my keys. I thought I had my keys in my, my, my hand, and I don't have my keys in my hand. I said, like, what the heck? I have to go back. Then I leave with my keys, and I forget my phone. I said, what the heck? (laughs) I mean, you start doing this stuff, got us all. But greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We're coming back. We're coming back. We're coming back. Why? Because God has his generation that he's picking up, and he's about to do the greatest work in our entire life. And listen to me. We got a meteorite coming towards us. It was 12 years already. Now it's only nine years. And guess what? It's going to hit here in California. Right on Baja and California. What are we going to do? The whole world is going to be in chaos. I believe the rapture is coming for us very soon. Very, very soon. So why am I saying that? that we cannot have a spirit of Jezebel on us we cannot have anything wicked on us we got to be people that are clean with God pure living and doing what God wants us to do verse 25 but what but that which you he have already hold fast till I come verse 26 And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give him power over the nations. Now, do you know that we're going to help God when we get to heaven judge with the angels? If you don't believe it, it's there in Corinthians, Read corinthians We're going to be used to help God. Our minds are not going to be small no more. They're going to be like connected to the Lord where we can see what he sees. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessel of potter shall they be broken to shivers. Even even as I have received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. He that has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. So listen, not only does he correct us, but he gives us a promise. The promise is you're going to rule with a rod of iron. How many have ever had a rod of iron you used and you cracked some things that you needed to crack with? Well, God's going to give you strength beyond measure, beyond everything that you think that that you couldn't do. You're going to do it because God says, I'm going to do it through you. And my spirit is going to do everything. Not only that, but I'm going to give you the morning star. Who's the morning star? Jesus. Jesus. So you and I are here this morning, but we need to have an ear to hear what the Spirit says unto the church. Your ears. Listen to me. You are a powerful, you're powerful individuals in the hands of God. And his flamey eyes know exactly what you're going through. And God says, I love you. I'm going to bring you out of this thing. And I'm going to bless you. I'm going to take care of you. And how many here have known that God has taken care of you, even in the tiniest things? He's blessing you. Turn around and tell your neighbor, he's blessing you, neighbor. That's why if you need to get married. Get married. Get married. Don't be dating her. Get married. Get married. Get married. Let me say it again. If you love her, get married. If you don't love her, let her go. Why be Mr. Playboy? Well, I lose my be- benefits. So What? I'm talking about Social Security and all that stuff. (laughs) So here's a church. Listen to me. And God puts all this together to tell us, the church, the body of Christ, God always sees through you. So don't be hiding things. Give them to the Lord so that the Lord can take care of you and bless you. Because I'd rather be blessed than to be cursed than to be attached to something that you shouldn't be attached to. You should just be pure in your heart. Because when you do that, you walk in the authority and the power of God. And sometimes, you know, okay, sometimes people fail. But repent, get up and repent. Repent and say to God, man, I need God to touch me. Don't just go on living the way you live. Get to repentance. God loves you. God loves you. Right now, some of you are suffering. You're shaking right now. It's okay. Shake a little bit. The Quakers used to shake. So why don't you shake? Shake and let God be God inside of you. If he, listen to me. If God reached out to you and picked you out of everybody, what makes you think that he cannot clean you up? He can clean you up. But why not say to God, here I am. Do everything that you need to do to me. I am open for you to accomplish everything you want to accomplish. Before, I didn't have you, but today I have you. And you still put up with me. So if it's putting up with you, it's because we're living in the moment of grace. The grace is still embracing you. How many here can say, God delivered me from certain things and certain things and certain things that you know that God has been good to you? There there is no, no sense in just keeping the old. No, get rid of the old and let the new come in so that God can do something good inside of you. Come on, let's all stand as the worship team comes. As you just close your eyes, don't don't even look around. Just close your eyes. Heavenly Father, I pray for our people here. I pray for great grace here. You tolerated a lot of things from us. And and we love you. We love you, Lord. You are still God inside of us. But there's a lot of us here that have been corrected and we have listened. It's taken a while, but we listened. We listened. And you've been merciful to us. You've been kind to us. And we are grateful. We are grateful, grateful. And as a pastor, I know that there's a lot of people here that are so grateful that God has done so many things for us. Every head is bowed. And if you say, Pastor Reuben, you know what, Pastor? I walked in here and I... I am so lost. I've been to churches, but I'm lost. I feel so dirty because of all my sins. I want to tell you something. The blood of Jesus can cleanse you. That's why he died. And we're still here, the church. The church, the people of God are still here. Not religion. The people of God are still here. And if you say, Pastor, I'm here... And I came to church, and I really want to give my life to Jesus. I am open. I just I just want to surrender. Yeah. I am tired. I want you to lift up your hand right now and say, pray for me, Pastor. Would you just lift up your hand high where I can see it? God bless you. 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 Those that lifted up your hands, I want you to come right now. I want to pray for you. Come on, real quickly. Just come. Just stand right there on the side there real quickly real quickly come come back there come on come on papa get over here right there it's good yeah yeah there's others come on don't stand there the opportunity of God doing something in you is something so important that if God sets you free today he sets you free maybe you're here and you say pastor you know what I'm just struggling I'm struggling with so many things come on over here brother Bring them over here, Reuben. Bring them, Reuben. Come on over here, bro. Yeah, just bring, just bring them. Yeah, come on. Just lift up your hands. Maybe you're here and you say, Pastor, I just, I just been fighting. I've been fighting. Listen, this demonic force of Jezebel is not just subject to the church. It's subject to anywhere you go, and there's stuff that is attacking us that man go beyond our mind. And something, sometimes we think it's just us, but it's not us. We're, we're battling against demonic forces on things that we don't see. And they they bother us. They're like fleas. They just bother us. Listen, you just need to say, you know what? This is it. I'm giving my life to Jesus. I'm just going to do it right once and for all. Do it right. Do it right. As they sing a song, I'm going to pray. I'll stretch your hands this way. with you? I want you here that are standing up to say a prayer with me. Say, Jesus, set me free today of all my bondages. Loosen your glory upon me. Take away the ugliness away from me. The demonic forces of work. In the name of Jesus, I order them out of my life. And I loosen the spirit of God in my life. To come forth like a fountain of living waters out of my stomach in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.